Praise the Lord. What a wonderful day in the house of God and to witness the powerful baptism this morning. Nine people came through the waters of baptism. The wonders of the Lord. The Bible says God redeems a people with signs and wonders, with various miracles and an outstretched arm. And we are the people of the Lord. Tonight I want to speak on the message, the Stone Mountain Kingdom. Wow, that's a nice backdrop, isn't it? The Stone Mountain Kingdom. We're going to turn to Daniel chapter 2 in just a moment for some verses, but let me lead you through them first of all. In Daniel chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, 600 BC, had a dream. And in this dream, he saw the four world empires. He didn't know it at the time until Daniel interpreted the dream, but he saw this colossal image, this great statue in the form of a man standing on a plain near a mountain. This statue had a head of gold. It had chest and arms of silver. It had belly and thighs of bronze. And it had feet or legs and feet of iron and ceramic clay. King Nebuchadnezzar saw the four world empires, beginning with Babylon, which he was a part of. Nebuchadnezzar saw this image, I'm sorry, and Daniel interpreted it. And he saw the Babylonian empire, which he was a part of, the head of gold. Then came the Media Persia Empire. We know it as the Persian Empire. That evolved in history. After that came the Grecian Empire with the first king, Alexander the Great, and finally the fourth empire, the Empire of Rome, the four world empires. Nebuchadnezzar, 600 BC, went right down through the Old Testament days. And then as he watched in this image and he's looking upon it, all of a sudden, out of the mountain was a stone that was cut out without hands. It was a miraculous stone. It was cut out by the power of God. It was supernatural. And this stone came pounding down the mountain and came and smashed into this image on its feet, landed on the feet of this image, and it broke in pieces all those kingdoms, all those empires, the kingdoms of this world. It ground them to powder, and the Bible says the wind blew them away as chaff from the summer threshing floors, and they were never seen again. And that stone, that rock, Christ Jesus, grew into a mountain that filled the whole earth. In every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every people, the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the stone mountain kingdom. Let's look at Daniel chapter 2, verse 31. Daniel's interpreting the king's dream. You, O king, were watching, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. 
Verse 44. And in the days of these kings, these empires, in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that it broke in pieces, the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. And all you have to do is look at world history to know how true the predictions and the prophecy of Daniel are. The kingdoms of this world, the Bible says, will be crushed. They persist for a time. They still remain. But anyone who looks at them knows how broken they already are. And one day they will be finally consumed and the kingdom of Jesus Christ will stand forever and ever and no trace will be found of the kingdoms of this world. Luke chapter 2 and verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. All the world. This is the fourth empire, the Roman Empire. Babylonia, Medo-Persia, Grecia, and Rome. Here it is. In the days of these kings, Daniel said, the God of heaven will raise up a kingdom which will never be destroyed. Decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the house of David, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. <clears throat> so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son <clears throat> and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In the days of the fourth empire, the empire, legs of iron, feet of iron and ceramic clay, a stone came into this world. And that stone was Jesus Christ. In the days of the Roman Empire, God set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed. That stone, Jesus Christ in his incarnation, was cut out supernaturally from the mountain, as it were, and it came down and it crushed the kingdoms of this world. It thudded upon the kingdoms of this world, a mighty crash, and yet at the same time it fell softly into a manger filled with hay. The kingdom of the Lord, so different, so different, and yet so powerful that it can consume all other kingdoms. We know the kingdoms of this world are already judged. Jesus said as he went to the cross, he said, now is the judgment of this world. Now the prince of this world, Satan, will be cast out. These kingdoms continue for a time, but in the end there will be no trace of them. In the days of the Roman Empire, the God of heaven <clears throat> set up a kingdom in his son Jesus Christ, a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Thirty years later, John the Baptist came preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. How close is your hand? So that's how close the kingdom is. It's here. 
And then Jesus the Christ appeared, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He said, repent. He said, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The kingdom's here. The skeptic said, give us a sign that you're the king. Give us a sign of your kingdom. And Jesus said, he said, my kingdom does not come as men would suspect or think with outward observance, with military power. But he said, if you had eyes to see, the kingdom of God is among you right now. Luke 17, 20 to 21. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. Some translations say among you. It's a spiritual kingdom. It can be within the people in our hearts, but it also, as Jesus pointed out to them, he said the kingdom of God is among you. Open your eyes. Call on God for understanding. Don't close your ears. Open your heart to Jesus the Christ, the Savior of the world. Jesus taught the people about the kingdom. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like, the kingdom of heaven is like, the kingdom of heaven is like. He was trying to open their understanding to see it. Parable after parable, message after message, illustration after illustration of the kingdom of God and what it was like. And then in the end, as he stood before Pontius Pilate, before the Roman authority, in John chapter 18, verse 36, when Pilate asked him, he said, are you a king? Are you a king? No army, no weapons, no military might, no strength of man compared to Rome. Are you, are you a king? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. In the days of the Roman Empire, the God of heaven set up a kingdom in his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is among you. Now, how do I get into that kingdom? How do we get into that kingdom? Jesus said you have to be born again. You have to have a supernatural birth. You have to be born of the Holy Spirit. You have to be born of God. In Matthew chapter 18, he called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said you have to let your pride down. You have to put down your walls. have to put down your resistance, your independence, your self, selfish nature. He said you have to open up your heart. 
You have to surrender. You have to be willing to be led as a little child can be led. You have to be teachable. You have to be humble. That's how you get into the kingdom. You have to come as a little child. You need a birthing. You need humility. You need to open up your life and surrender to the Lord. And then John chapter 3 and verse 3 to 8, where Jesus was before Nicodemus. And Nicodemus was asking him, he said, you're a ruler of the, or Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. Asked him, you're a teacher come from God. For no man can do the miracles you do except God be with him. Jesus said, let's not talk about that. You must be born again. You must be born again. And Jesus said, if we are not born of water and of the Spirit, he said, you cannot see the kingdom of God. I mean, doesn't it amaze you sometimes? Why can't people see this kingdom of God? Why can't people see this salvation that we live in? Why can't people see the reality of serving Jesus Christ? Can't they see this kingdom, this spiritual realm in this world? Jesus said, unless you're born of water and of the Spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. If you're not born of water, he said, and the Spirit, you can't enter the kingdom of God. Born of water and of the Spirit, we need to be birthed by the Holy Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit, the prevenient grace of God. We need the preparatory work of the Holy Spirit upon our hearts in surrender and we come to Christ. We need to be born of water. The cleansing of the river of God. Does it refer to baptism in John chapter 3? Perhaps. As we heard this morning, I think it's good for us to get baptized, don't you? We need washing. We need cleansing. Jesus said, if you're born of water and of the Spirit, you enter the kingdom of God. You enter the kingdom of God. Without that, you're part of the kingdom of this world and none other. Jesus said this experience, he said it's, it's like the wind. You can hear the sound of the wind, you can feel the wind, but you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. There's a mystery in it. He said, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. An experience with the wind. We must have an experience with the wind of the Holy Spirit. Let him blow upon our life. Say, Lord, blow upon me. Holy Spirit, come and move upon my life. Birth me into the kingdom of God. Change me. Transform me. Bring me to Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. Lead me and guide me. Some people hide from the wind. Some people try and stay out of the wind, but the wind of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus Christ and the waters of baptism are what birth us into the kingdom of God and take us into that realm of the Lord. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 to 14, <clears throat> says we've been translated into the kingdom of God's dear Son. So God has conveyed us, he's taken at us out of the kingdom of darkness and he's put us into the kingdom of his dear son. He's transferred us. He has conveyed us into the kingdom of his son in whom we have forgiveness of sins. The God of heaven has taken us out of the kingdom of this world, out of the kingdom of darkness, the Bible says, and has transferred us, conveyed us, put us over into the kingdom of his dear son. We're in another kingdom by new birth, by the blood of Jesus Christ and the waters of baptism. 
entered another kingdom. Galatians 2.20, it's one of the baptismal candidates brought to our attention this morning. I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live, I've been put to death and I'm still alive. The life which I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I have been crucified with Christ. Think of it tonight. My life has been put to death. I've been executed. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, your life in identification with him and the work of the cross is put to death. And when somebody dies, the next thing you do is bury them. I have died. I have been buried in the waters of baptism, a watery grave. And now I've come back to life in another world. Hallelujah. We've come back to life in another world. God wants us to see that. The resurrection power of God. We, were, we died. We were put to death, buried in baptism, but we've come forth as new people in another world. Romans 14, 17 says the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking. It's not in these natural aspects of life, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit, in the realm of the Holy Spirit, in this spiritual kingdom that we now walk in. We died, we're buried, but we've come to life in another world. Most people are familiar with the Sermon on the Mount, especially with the Golden Rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's right in there, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, Luke chapter 6. The Sermon on the Mount, we probably know that phrase, and sometimes it's called the laws of the kingdom, the laws of the kingdom of Christ. So you can look at Matthew 5 to 7, call it the Sermon on the Mount, or call it the laws of the kingdom. The laws of the kingdom. We have come to life in Christ. We have a new life. We have a new language. We don't talk like the world. And we have new laws. We're alive in the kingdom of God. Now this kingdom life, this Sermon on the Mount, these laws of the kingdom, this is impossible to live unless you are born again. We cannot live the Sermon on the Mount. We cannot live the golden rule. We cannot live the righteousness and holiness of the laws of the kingdom of God unless we are born again. They are humanly impossible to fulfill. Human kindness, human goodness can only get so far. Good enough isn't God enough. Only in Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit, can we live the Sermon on the Mount. Can we live the laws of the kingdom? Mahatma Gandhi of India was well-intentioned but wrong when he said, even if it could be proved there was no historical person called Jesus the Christ, to me, the Sermon on the Mount would still be true. But you can't live that Sermon on the Mount unless you know Jesus Christ, unless his power and his presence is in you. Now, what are these laws of the kingdom? 
Let's remember, we've come alive in another world. We're now in the kingdom of God. We're different than people from this world. We walk in a different realm. We walk in the Holy Spirit. We walk with different language. We walk with a different life. We walk with different laws. And here are some of the laws of the kingdom. I thought I'd bring some of them to our attention. I guess each one of them is a message in itself. But here's the laws of the kingdom. What laws do we live by? We live by the law of prayer. When you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your Father, and the Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. We live by the law of prayer. We live by the law of worship. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. Him only shall you serve. We live by the law of fasting, Matthew 6. When you fast, anoint your face. Don't appear unto men in a proudful way to be fasting, and your Father who sees in secret. Abstinence from food for spiritual consecration to the Lord, and you will be rewarded openly. We live by the law of giving. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the measure that you give, so it will return to you. We live by the law of righteousness. Roman or Matthew 5.20, Accept your righteousness, Jesus said. Exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. You will not enter the kingdom of God. It's not by human works or human effort. We need the righteousness of God. The law of forgiveness, Matthew 6.14. If we don't forgive, neither will our Father in heaven forgive us. If we don't forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. The law of holiness. If your hand is causing you to sin, cut it off. If your eye is causing you to sin, pluck it out, Jesus said. It's better for you to go through this life maimed than to stumble and end up in hellfire, he said. Law of faith, Matthew 7, ask and it shall be given you. The law of love, Matthew 5, 46. If you only love those who love you, how are you better than the religious people of his day, scribes and Pharisees? Law of sowing and reaping. He that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap life everlasting. The law of kindness, Matthew 7, 12. That's the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The law of fruitfulness. Matthew 7, 17, every good tree brings forth good fruit. Law of Christian marriage. In the beginning it was not so. God says, let husband and wife be joined together. They shall become one flesh. Law of stewardship. Matthew 25, every one of us have been given talents. Investment. God has invested in us, and he expects a return. He said the kingdom of heaven is like a man that gave out treasure to his servants and demanded a return on his investment. Then we have the law of evangelism, Matthew 5, 14 to 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Laws of the kingdom. Beautiful kingdom laws that we live by impossible to fulfill in human strength. These are only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Word of God, the power of the presence of Jesus Christ in our hearts. 
Now, what did Jesus say in Matthew 5, 48, in the midst of his Sermon on the Mount? He said, therefore, you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. How many have read that verse before and wondered, what is this about? Jesus said, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Say, well, nobody's perfect. Well, that's not what Jesus said. What is this perfection? What is this perfect? Perfect is when we live out the righteousness of Jesus Christ, the righteousness of the law of God, as expressed in its simplest form, the Ten Commandments, perfect love for God and proper love for man. If we're living perfect love for God and perfect love for man or proper love for man, we are living what the law, the Ten Commandments, is after in our lives. Romans chapter 8 and verse 4, the Apostle Paul said that the righteous requirements of the law, the Ten Commandments, are lived out by us, are fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And then he added, this is the law and the prophets. This is what the Old Testament, this is what the law of God is after. Now he was only speaking of the manward side in that verse, do unto others. The Ten Commandments are divided into two groups. The first four relate to God. They're Godward. Worship the Lord, no graven images. Remember the Sabbath day. Don't take the name of the Lord God in vain. And the rest of the six are for man. And so if we live out the righteousness that Jesus Christ requires, we have become perfect. We're walking in the perfection of God. How many know it's true that when you walk after the Spirit, you are perfect. Love for God, love for people. But when you start walking in the flesh, all of a sudden, you're not. Critical, negative, all kinds of things. Judgmentalism, things come into our heart. When we walk by the Holy Spirit, in this kingdom of God, we can keep these holy laws. And when we walk in the flesh, we don't. Jesus said, be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Walk out the righteousness of the Ten Commandments by the power of the Holy Spirit, because that's the only way it can be done. It's the only way it can be done. My oldest grandson... Clive, he's now 11. A few days before he turned seven, he wrote a song. His father had taught him a few chords on the guitar, and he was strumming away and had this song going. And said, Lord, you are the one who washed our sins away. And it's about a three-minute song. I'm just giving you some of the lyrics. And then he said, when you get baptized, you cannot turn back. Lord, you can beat the devil. Lord, you can beat sickness. And then these words, we are different from other people. 
And when they tell you to do something bad, say no, because I'm a Christian, and just walk away. We are different than other people. We are not like ordinary people walking around in this world. We live in another realm. We have beautiful laws. We have a beautiful Savior. We have the joy of the Lord. We have the law of prayer. We have the law of righteousness. We have the law of forgiveness. We're walking in another realm altogether. Paul said, don't let the world squeeze you into its mold. Don't try and don't let it press you in to its attitudes, to its language, to its lifestyle. You're a different people. You're another people altogether. You're the people of God. You're part of the Stone Mountain Kingdom of Jesus Christ. And his kingdom will last forever. His kingdom will last forever. Again, I have been crucified with Christ. Who I was, what I was, where I was, what people said about me, how I lived is dead and gone in Jesus Christ, nailed to the cross. My sins are gone. And because I died to who I was and buried in the waters of baptism, I've come to life again in Jesus Christ into a new world, the kingdom of God. Do you know how privileged you are? To belong to God worship team come do we understand tonight how privileged we are to be part of the kingdom of God to have laws to have a life to have a Savior like we have and that we would live for him I love Deuteronomy chapter 4 please stand tonight Deuteronomy 4 7 to 8 the Bible says for what great nation is there that has God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us, for whatever reason we may call upon him. And what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law which I set before you this day? Who has a God as great as our God? He's the living God. He's the savior of the world. He's the creator of the world. Who has a God as great as our God? And it's there for whatever reason we may call upon him. Our life before him. Who has a God so great and who has laws so great? as this law of the Lord, this word of God by which we live. We are a most privileged people. We've come to life in a new world. Now I want to close with Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 25. The Bible says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, how much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven? whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. The earth is shaking, and the heavens are shaking. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. 
Hallelujah. We're alive in the kingdom of God. We're alive in the Holy Spirit, in the realm of the Holy Spirit. We live by different laws. We have a different king, one named Jesus. We stand on solid rock. Oh, it's true, sometimes we may shake a little bit over circumstances and trials and difficulties, but it's okay. We're still on solid rock. We may shake a little bit now and then when things hit us and times are tough and things are hard, but underneath our feet is a kingdom. It's a rock that will never be moved. And the Bible says this stone kingdom of our Lord will fill all the earth, and it has filled all the earth, every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. Know the name of Jesus Christ today, and still the Lord is calling. How privileged we are. Let's take a few moments tonight and thank God that we've been birthed into his kingdom. Let's set our heart to his righteous laws tonight, to live by the laws of the kingdom, to fulfill the word of God, to live in holiness, to live in righteousness, to have Christian marriages, to walk in forgiveness, to walk in kindness. And when we walk out of this place tonight and go about our week, let it not diminish from our hearts and minds we are a different people. We are the people of God. We walk in another kingdom, and Jesus Christ is our Lord. Hallelujah. If you're here tonight and don't know Jesus as your Savior, you want to become a follower of Jesus Christ, or you need prayer, please slip out from where you are. Come to the front. People will pray with you and lift you up, encourage you. But for a few moments here, let's close out and thank God we're part of his eternal heavenly kingdom.